What's going on, everybody? Just wanted to give a quick little update for those that don't know. I know for everybody who's been following me on SoundCloud, my videos or my um, my audio episodes have kind of dipped a little bit lately, and that's because I'm making a big transition over to YouTube. I've been very dedicated to my YouTube channel. All of my movie news episodes, my top five rundowns, my movie reviews, video game reviews, loading screen, everything that I do on here is now on my YouTube channel. And I'm, I've been trying to keep up with posting the audio version of those shows as well on here, but it's a little bit slower with all the work it takes to get onto YouTube. But for those of you who are listening to me, please go to YouTube. And I don't have like a dedicated YouTube channel URL that's easy to name off, but if you just search Cody Leach... I should be the first, if not the second person on there. You'll see my face. It's a little blue circle with my head on it. Or you could just search one of these episodes with the same exact title on here, like Hollywood Highlights Episode 3, um, The Loading Screen, Top 5 Rundown, and you'll find me on there. But everybody, please go over to my YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Share my videos. If you subscribe to me over there, you'll get my stuff regularly like you used to get on here. And I'm going to do better to try to get my audio versions for those of you who prefer that version updated every Monday and Wednesday and Friday like I do with my YouTube channel. But just wanted to make that announcement because I know it doesn't pop up on everybody's phones, my links, everything that I post for my YouTube channel. So like I said, go to YouTube, search Cody Leach. I should be the first person on there, if not the second, and uh, subscribe to me there and you'll get your shows every single week. So I do also have the link on my profile page whenever it shows like my, my description of my channel and I have all the links and everything you guys can go there as well there should be more than a few ways to click a link there if you'd rather not go and you know search yourself so also check out that but please go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe and welcome to the show What's happening, people? Welcome back to another Top 5 Rundown. So this week, I have a very cool topic for this show. It's one of my favorite movie genres of all time. I'm an absolute sucker for this stuff. Top 5 Time Travel Movies. I love time travel movies, time travel TV shows. If you throw time travel in there somewhere, you've at least got half of my interest. So, starting off at number 5 is a movie that I guarantee 95% of you have never seen and never heard of. Predestination. This is directed by the Spearig brothers. They're the guys that did Daybreakers. It was a really cool, unique vampire movie with Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke also stars in this with Sarah Snook, who I have not seen very much of, but the performance she gives in this movie, I'm waiting for her to do something else because she really carries this movie, even with a world-class actor like Ethan Hawke in it. And it basically tells a story of this, what they call a temporal agent. He's like a time cop, kind of. He tries to prevent huge historical disasters by going through time and things of that nature. A temporal agent is getting towards the end of his career. He's about to retire. And he decides before he retires, he's going to take down the one terrorist that has evaded him through time his whole career. And Sarah Snook plays this character that he has to talk to to kind of figure out the whereabouts of this terrorist. And this is one of the most unique and trippy time travel concepts I've ever seen. It's a shame this movie's floated under the radar. I had heard nothing about it whenever I saw the movie. The only reason I was interested in it is because it was the director of Daybreakers, and I like Ethan Hawke a lot. I gave it a shot. Could not believe how good that movie was. It takes a little bit of a turn, so if you do watch it, do not turn it off after the whole Sarah Snook monologue starts, because you know the movie starts off very intriguing. You're like, dude, this is going to be really cool. And then when Sarah Snook starts talking in this bar to Ethan Hawke, the movie takes a big turn and there's a huge tonal shift and you go through this at least 20 to 30 minute story of this woman. And when you're watching it, it's a little bit jarring. You're like, where is this going? 
this is a totally different movie than I thought it was going to be. Stick with it. Because as soon as that story's over, and the story's intriguing. It's not like that story is a cutout part where you need to fast forward through it. But whenever that story's over and the movie really takes off, it takes so many twists and turns and goes in so many different directions that you would not believe that the movie's an absolute gem. So my number five is Predestination. Please check it out. It's a cheap Blu-ray buy. I'm sure it's on one of these instant video apps somewhere. But Predestination, check it out. Number four is Looper. This is directed by Ryan Johnson. I believe this was his second major theater release. The first one was Brick. Uh, he directed a lot of the best Breaking Bad episodes, and he's directing the upcoming Star Wars movie, Episode 8. So, fantastic director. This stars Bruce Willis and jo um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the younger version of Bruce Willis. He has, like, facial prosthetics to give him Bruce Willis's look. They do a pretty good job with that. And the basic idea of Looper is the mob in the future, like 2074 or something like that, whenever they want to get rid of somebody or whack somebody, they send that person back through time to a looper, and he's basically an assassin that works for the same mob in the past. They transport him to this field, they blow him away as soon as he gets there, he gets rid of the body, and because the body's, you know, 60, 70, 80 years in the past, there's no evidence, and that's how the mob runs shit then. And Bruce Willis plays the older version of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like I've already said, and basically where the movie kicks off, there's this thing that they call closing the loop. And what that is, is whenever a looper's duty to the mob is done, they send back your future self, you kill your future self unknowingly, and whenever you go to collect your money, you have a bunch of gold bars instead of a bunch of silver bars. It sounds interesting, you have to watch the movie to understand what I'm saying. So Bruce Willis comes back to close the loop on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt fucks up, Bruce Willis gets away, and now it's a chase movie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt chasing down his future self, who knows everywhere he's gonna go, knows all the tricks, and there's a lot of really cool elements they bring to the time travel thing, not only with the whole, you know, the mob sending people back in time, that's a totally unique concept, but like there's parts where like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt wants to get a message to Bruce Willis, he'll carve into his arm so it just appears on Bruce Willis' arm. There's some pretty gruesome stuff, like there's a, a guy that Joseph Gordon-Levitt, not to get into too many spoilers, but there's a guy that Joseph Gordon-Levitt works with, played, um, I forget the actor's name, but he also screws up earlier in the movie and when the mob finds out about it, they have his younger self trapped and his older self is trying to run away from the mob and body parts just start disappearing so you know they're torturing the younger self and the damage that the younger self is enduring, enduring makes its way to the future self and it's really cool to watch but looper is a phenomenal movie it's ryan johnson's best movie i know brick is a cult classic everybody loves it i love looper a lot more and once this guy's done with star wars not only, i mean i want to see what he does with star wars absolutely i can't wait for him to do something else sci-fi because that guy just makes fantastic movies number four is looper number three is the butterfly effect now this movie is not quite as loved as it deserves to be i think a lot of that has to do with ashton kutcher now ashton kutcher is an actor that i like sometimes and i don't like sometimes but in the butterfly effect that's the best work he's ever done he's awesome in that movie you got him, you got Amy Smart, uh, you, I forget his name, you got the guy who's playing on Daredevil now who was in The Mighty Ducks, he plays Foggy Nelson, and you've got a, lot, a really good cast in this movie. And basically what the story of this movie is, is he plays Evan Trayborn, and he's this guy that throughout his life, he has these blackout spots and his traumatic events in his childhood and his teenage years, and he can't recollect what happens, but then he finds these notebooks that he used to keep when he was a kid, and he realizes that if he reads the notebooks, around the time of when that blackout happened, 
he gets transported back into his younger self and he can change what happened and he can view what happened. So basically he wants to try to save his girlfriend, Amy Smart. She commits suicide at the beginning of the movie. And so he goes to try to alter events to prevent her from being unhappy, to prevent her from dying. And just like the title says, the butterfly effect, for those of you that know that, you know, chaos theory, every single change that he makes has these huge ramifications and he just fucks up the world more and more and more. And I absolutely love this movie. I love Ashton Kutcher in it. I love the way the time travel works with the journals. It's a very dark, very gritty movie. It goes to some pretty gruesome and pretty dark spots. And I just love it. And it actually spawned some pretty decent sequels. The second one is just, it's not really worth mentioning, honestly, the second one. But the third one, The Butterfly Effect 3, is actually worth watching. It's not a phenomenal movie by any means. It's a very low budget. But basically, the not to get on a tangent, the third one is kind of the same setup with another guy. But whenever he goes back to change the first event, whenever he first figures out he can do this, he unknowingly creates a serial killer. So then he's kind of trying to alter the past to change his future while also trying to prevent and hunt the serial killer. It's, it's a pretty cool little B-movie. But Butterfly Effect is awesome. I'm sure everybody's seen it, but if you haven't, it's a great movie. It's very dark. It's a very cool time travel concept, and it's Ashton Kutcher's best movie. Check out The Butterfly Effect. That's my number three. Number two, which would be my number one, except my number one has to be my number one, and you'll understand why in a few minutes. Frequency. I absolutely love this movie. It is easily probably in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I watch this movie at least once a year. I remember going to see it in theaters with my dad. This movie just hits every beat for me and it stars Jim Caviezel and Dennis Quaid and it basically tells the story of Dennis Quaid in, I believe it's the 60s. Um, he died, he's a firefighter and his son Jim Caviezel is his son in the future. And Jim Caviezel finds his dad's old ham radio because he was a firefighter. And he's talking, he hooks it up for old time's sake and he turns it on. And he's able to speak to his father in the past who passed away shortly after the time that he's talking to him in. So you know, this isn't spoiler, this is the beginning of the movie. He tell, and once he figures out it's his dad, he's like, when you go to that fire tomorrow, don't go left, go right and you'll survive. And his dad, who are you? What? He doesn't believe him. And then he goes, he gets to the fire, he realizes that whoever the hell he was talking to is right. He goes right, he survives. And then what you have after that is not only one of the best father and son relationships in movies, and it really hits home with me, and, but you also have this really cool story concept, which is similar to what I was getting into with Butterfly Effect 3, is he alters the past, you know, his father's alive, and now everything has changed from the moment that his father was supposed to die until now. And this serial killer that in the future Jim Caviezel was hunting, who had only killed like three women, has now killed like 15. So now Dennis Quaid and Jim Caviezel team up through, uh, over time to take down this serial killer to try to prevent these additional victims from happening and try to figure out who this guy is and bring him down. And it's one of the coolest, sweetest, and just... It just hits home for me. I don't, I don't know. There's no more good I can say about that movie. I love the father-son relationship in that movie. There's parts of the movie where you want to tear up. There's parts of the movie where it's suspenseful and it's scary. There's parts where they do really cool things with the time travel elements. You know, there's there's a spot where Dennis Quaid has fingerprints on his wallet and he needs to get it to Jim Caviezel in the um, future. So he tells uh, Dennis Quaid to just stick it in a part of the house where nobody's going to find it for 30 years. And he goes over and he finds the wallet. And it's just very simple, simple little things, but very cool. 
And if you've never seen Frequency, it's a cheap Blu-ray blot um, by, they're making a TV series out of the show, but it looks absolutely dreadful. So do not watch that, watch the movie. It's a phenomenal movie, one of my favorites. That's my number two, check out Frequency. My number one for my top five time travel movies, how could it not be Back to the Future? Back to the Future not only is the best time travel movie, and not only is one of the best sci-fi movies, it's one of the best movies ever made in history. I did a little episode on my podcast, Top 10 Movies That Should Never Be Remade. Back to the Future was number one. Everything about Back to the Future is perfection. That's one of the few movies out there that, you know, I can defend movies all day long, but Back to the Future I don't need to defend. The script, the acting, the premise, the charm, everything in that movie, you could never do better if you changed any element. That movie is flawless beginning to end. You know, there's so many things that is just culturally relevant forever with that movie. Marty McFly and Doc Brown are synonymous with the 80s. You know, the, when they go back in time to 1955, like I said in, in like uh, the 11 63 review, whenever I was on my Off the Shelves episode, the 50s and the 60s just have a charm all on their own. When he's there, just you love seeing that era. It just looks fun. Everything's simple. Everything's just, it looks like a blast. And the DeLorean, whenever somebody mentions Time Machine, I only think of the DeLorean. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. They could be talking about the darkest sci-fi movie possible, and I'm thinking about the DeLorean. You know, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, they have amazing chemistry. I love all three of the movies, but the first one's, you know, unequivocally is the best. So, Back to the Future, I mean, there's nothing more I can say. That movie's been around forever. It, it totally transcends generations. If I showed it to somebody now, they will have the same enjoyment, the same experience as somebody did in 1985 when that movie came out. It just, it's totally timeless. So, Back to the Future, absolutely undisputed is my number one for the i hope to god there's none of you watching this that hasn't seen it yet but if there are any of you please go out and get back to the future because that's one of the greatest movies of all time all right guys a little quick little episode this was my top five time travel movies thank you for coming back to top five rundown i do this show every single wednesday if you guys want to see me give certain top five rundown or certain lists please put them in the comment section below i don't mind taking viewer requests i will get to them all um Please like, subscribe, and share this video as always. Thank you for watching. And if you like this video, please click over here to check out some more.